Robert Police is going to get there. There's no question. He squares it. There it is. It's a number. And it's Momo Rodriguez again. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. It's the Houston Dynapod podcast with me, your host, Benister, and we are breaking down what was the one-to-one surprise draw that our boys in orange got versus LAFC. First and foremost, we're going to go over the stats. They weren't pretty. In fact, they were ridiculously ugly. How we drew, how we got a point from this and how we tied this match is beyond me, but we did it, and that's all that matters. LAFC had 15 shots, five were on target. We had three shots, two were on target. They beat us in possession 65% to 35%. And that was an area where Tab Ramos had specified ahead of time was going to be very important, keeping possession. We were unable to do it. Passes. LAFC had 575 to our 304. Pass accuracy. 80% to our 66%. That is our lowest pass completion rate of the season. Fouls. They had nine. We had 20. We had some smart cunty fouls, too. We were intelligent cunts on Saturday night. Yellow cards, we had three. They had none. Red cards, nobody had any. We each had one offside call. They had eight corners to our two corners. LAFC came out in a 4-3-3 with Cisniega, Blackman, Murillo, Segura, Farfan, Cifuentes, Atuesta, Kay, and the big three up top who were held in check, Vela, Baird, and Rossi. We came out in a 4-3-3 as well. Marich and goal, great game. Sam Junqua, Minor Figueroa, Tim Parker, Zarek Ballantine, Memo, Derek Jones, Jones, Matias Vera, Tyler Pasher, it was great to see him back, Maxi Aruti, and Fafa Pico. Now, there were a couple surprises for me in this lineup. The biggest was Sam Junqua. I have not been very supportive of Sam Junqua. Having watched him in the previous years, I thought that he was never going to be a full-time player for us. But what do I know, right? This preseason, he looked good, but then he got hurt and he disappeared. I mean, he's missed two months of the season. So that was a surprise to see him get to start at left back, considering who we were playing. But once I started to analyze it, it made a little more sense. Not seeing Joe Corona start the match was also a surprise. That was a big surprise. We went with the defensive look, and we kept Memo in, and Memo Memo has not played well. He didn't play well the other night. Not at all. Derek Jones played well. Veda has been consistent. He, him and these early yellow cards, though, he's got to chill out. Too many, too many yellow cards early on for us. There was a, uh, a mention of the purchase by uh, Seagulls. Seagull. Him purchasing the Dynamo Dash in the, in the game. So I know people have been asking, is this happening? Is it real? Is it just a rumor? No, it's happening. It just has to get approved by MLS. And it's not going to be announced officially until they approve it. It's a conglomerate. It's a monopoly. It's a racket. They all have to approve it. Now, watching the match early on, one guy that stood out, not in a good way, was Sam Junqua. Sam just seemed like he wanted to hoof the ball upfield away from the goal. Like, that was his it was his thing. He's not going to play the ball. He's going to get rid of it. He's going to kick it in the other direction. I think him over Adam is a reason our pass accuracy was so bad. A lot of our guys were just trying to get the ball out. We came out and we pressed early on, and then we sat back and we absorbed pressure. And I said in the pregame, if we absorb pressure versus LAFC, we're going to break it sometime. We are not good enough to absorb pressure 
from a club like them that have those attacking options. Now, LAFC has been a massive disappointment this year. If, man, I don't know how Bob Bradley has a job still. With that lineup, if Tab Ramos had that lineup, we'd be top three in the Western Conference right now. What Tab Ramos is doing with what he's been given is simply amazing. Last year, you know, we were terrible. It was Tab's first year. This year, he's got some signings in. He's figured some things out. We got Tim Parker on the back line. We got Pastor Fafa Maxi. So we have Derek Jones. We have what? One, two, three, four, five. Five new starters in this year. Six if you count Sam, because Sam wasn't a starter. Sam hasn't been a starter. One player on LAFC that I noticed, it looks like he didn't miss a meal over the international break. Carlos Vela. He's been very disappointing all year. I don't care if he's disappointing because I'm not an LAFC fan. But the numbers he's put up with Rossi the past couple seasons, this LAFC team is 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 lost. Absolutely lost. Now, watching our guys early on, I noticed there was not enough pace on a lot of our passes. Our through balls came up short. They went the wrong way. A lot of just weak, misread balls. They weren't weighted properly. And like I said before, with the stats, our passing was god-awful. But we did enough, right? We did enough to get a win. That high press early on and the high press after they scored, that looked really, really good. They created turnovers. They created chances. I'd like to see more of it, but as you know, the guys that play this game, they are human beings and they do get tired. So I think what Tab's done between mixing up the press and the low block or the mid block has been very effective. Obviously, we're in seventh place after nine games with uh, 12 points. And we haven't, we haven't played poorly. We haven't pissed games away. I kept waiting for it. I kept waiting for them to score after the 80th minute. I did. I just, I was like, we've been here before. We know what happens. We're going to end up giving away a point, but we didn't. So the mentality that Tab Ramos has created here and the way he's changed the culture of the club is absolutely phenomenal. It speaks volumes to what he's been able to do. A lot of people were not high on him coming in. You know, he was a U21 coach, no top level experience, but what he's done, I mean, it's, it's worthy of a, as of right now, Possibly a coach of the year mention. With our payroll and everything, he, he's done phenomenal. One of the things that we have seen is the aggression. We are very aggressive. And our aggression is leading to a lot of early yellow cards. Matias Veda very easily could have gotten a second yellow card and been booted out of the game. It was the, the second half, oh, 65th minute or so, and he, he, he went in behind. It, was, it, it could have been a card. It wasn't, thankfully. But either way, we have to be careful. Somebody had mentioned on Twitter or Discord that it seems like the referee is only calling fouls on us. It seems a lot of the times when we play these big teams that are supposed to whoop our ass that we do have a lot of fouls. And there is a lot of extra time added when you can't explain it. How were there five minutes added to the end of this match? I figured it'd be two minutes, three minutes tops. They roll out and say five extra minutes, and I'm just thinking... Man, they are trying to give this game away. It's 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 inexplainable, inexplicable, I think is the correct term for that. Now, um, the fouls have to stop. Smart fouls are one thing, but these early aggressive stupid fouls where we get in foul trouble with yellow cards, not a great idea. Halftime, we saw Tab do something he's done before. He switched uh, Fafa and Tyler 
in order to kick more crosses in. They were not as effective up and down the field because of the pace of LAFC's backs. It's pretty obvious. Uh, Pasher was trying to knock the ball by, and they just they kept pace with him, and they kept him in check. Bob Bradley also switched Carlos Vela at the half to go after Zarek Valentin instead of Sam Junqua. Didn't work. Vela was subbed out at the 60-minute mark. Now, early on in the Discord, I was kind of hard on Sam, and I was wrong. Sam had a good game. I think what you're going to see with Sam Junqua and Adam Lindquist is that Sam is going to come in and he's going to start when Tab is focused on getting a point. And that's going to be the road matches. Adam is a better offensive player. Sam is a better defensive player. We know this. Sam was a center back in college. He's moved out to left back here. But Adam is the one that can pass the ball. Adam's the creator. Sam is more of the wall. I'm going to imagine we're going to see Adam Lundqvist get the starts at home and Sam Junko get them on the road. Or if Adam starts on the road, we'll see Sam come in and protect the lead. Which would be great to get an early lead on the road. That'd be fantastic. It hasn't really happened this year, but hey, who knows, man? You never know. It could fucking happen. My man of the match for this one is going to be Fafa Pico. I think Fafa's heart, his determination, his grit, you cannot question it. Same with Tyler, same with Maxi. These three guys are pressing the entire game. They are getting, well, not pressing, but they're getting after it the entire game. Fafa had the nice assist to uh, Maxi, who also, by the way, Maxi is second in MLS in goals scored. So all you Maxi haters out there, you can eat crow. He's really performing well. He's having a rebirth under Tab Ramos. Cross your fingers, it continues. Five goals in nine matches puts him on pace for 20 goals, guys. We know that's not a realistic target. 15 is a realistic target for Maxi Arruti. That's impressive, considering what we paid for him and what he cost us. Fafa Pico finally beat someone off the dribble on the inside. We know he's been able to run by guys and swing the ball in from out wide from the byline, but he's cutting inside, man. He always turns the ball over. He finally beat someone. And what happened? We scored a goal. We did it again. LAFC scores. We go right back. We very easily could have taken a 2-1 to lead with Maxi's little high shot, uh, what was it, a minute or two after the goal? Definitely could have happened. We could have won this game. Statistically, we should have been blown out of the water. But we are doing just enough on the road to get points. Webb Tilton mentioned on Twitter, we are undefeated in the last three games on the road. I really hope you don't jinx it, Webb. Because on the road, historically, we have been absolutely terrible. And to average a point on the road, three games in a row, is huge. This Wednesday is going to be a tough one. Portland's coming in. We need to get a little bit of payback. But it is what it is. We got to do. We got to do what we got to do. Now, one guy that I saw, Diego Rossi, he's been rumored with links to Tottenham and Everton. I'm going to tell you right now, watching him against us, he does not deserve that type of talk. He isn't there yet. He's going to be a huge sell for LAFC, just like Daryl DK is going to be a huge sell for Orlando. But Diego Rossi is not Premier League ready. He's not close. Could he go to one of the other ones? Yeah. I think Portugal is most likely to be a spot where he should go at the beginning. Everywhere else, I mean, he's, a, he's maybe a low-level, low, you know, a small club guy in uh, Italy, France, Germany, Spain. 
he's not Premier League ready. Who, who's going to take him? Who's he going to compete against? He, he can't compete against these big, big clubs. The Man Cities, the Man U's, the Chelsea's. Can't do it. Now, there's a young man on our squad named Derek Jones who has gotten consistently better week in and week out. The goal is his fault. I was talking him up, talking him up. Next thing you know, he loses track of his men at the back post. It's an easy, easy goal. So aside from that, Derek Jones had a great, great game. Shocking appearance was Darwin Quintero. He hasn't even traveled with us on the road the past couple times. But he got in. He had a decent, a decent appearance. He doesn't track back very well. But you can see the creativity is there. I would really hope that he finds his form. If he finds his form, he's going to cut Memo out of a spot. You know, the same Memo who is on the preliminary Gold Cup squad, which I don't I don't see that. I don't see it happening. But Darwin Quintero got in. Saren got in. Uh, who else got in? Lasseter got in. That was a nice one. Who was the other one that we saw? It was Joe Corona, who I was hoping at halftime we'd see him come in for, uh, for Memo. But, you know. Whatever happens, happens. Maxi Arruti, second in MLS with five goals. The announcer said he has four. He doesn't. He's got five. The announcer was wrong. Get your, get your facts straight, guy. Fucking, you get paid to do this. I do it for free. and I. That's not true. I kind of get paid. And, and I can even see that he's not at four goals. But it was a good game. I'm glad uh, Carlos Vela is getting a little fat. He's not as effective as he once was. I was holding my breath for most of that second half after we leveled the match. Man, I don't know. I don't know about this club. I don't know. We statistically played awful. Statistically, we looked like a USL squad playing an MLS squad in the Open Cup. But we made the most of our chances, and that's what's counting. And you can see that Tab Ramos has changed the culture of this club. Now, what's next for us? Where's teenage Hadibi? When is he coming in? Is that real? It's, it's been said it's real. What's going on? Probably a work permit, a visa, a green card, whatever it is they give these guys to get over here. Uh, other news, we saw Matthew McConaughey banging the drum at Austin FC's home opening draw to the San Jose Quakes. What a culture they're creating there. That club is going to be a force, man. You've got Wooderson, who is going to possibly be the next governor of Texas, which is all right with me, out there banging a drum in a green suit dressed like the Riddler from the old Batman movies. Really nice to see. Um, overall, with this match, it was hard to watch. I'm happy with the result. How can you not be? How can you not be? I thought Darwin Saren's substitution came a little bit late. He could have been put in a little bit earlier. Uh, Quintero came in for Pasher, who obviously isn't quite back to full fitness. But it was nice to see some of these guys get minutes. You know, the Joe Corona in for Memo, that made sense. I would have liked to see it at the 45-minute mark. But either way, what Tab Ramos has done is working. So cross those fingers, guys. Right now, we're in seventh. Uh, LAFC is three points behind us with a game in hand. The way they're playing, I think it's safe to say that we can hold on to these playoff spots, but we really have to take advantage at home, and we really have to make sure on the road we're averaging a point. We have to get a road win somewhere. 
And I think Austin FC is going to be a good place to do it. I really do. I know they're going to sell their, 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 their stadium out, but they're not, they're not threatening. Not at all. So, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, this has been it. This has been your Houston Dynapod podcast, LAFC post-game, where we took a shocking one point from what used to be one of the best clubs in MLS. Right now, they are not. They are lost. They don't look good. They struggle in transition. Their defense getting back. Ugh. If you're Bob Bradley, you got to be worried about your job. If you're Tab Ramos, you got to be feeling pretty, pretty fucking good right now. So, that's it. I will get with you guys on a Portland pregame probably tomorrow because they play on Wednesday. So you're going to get back-to-back episodes from me, Finister. As always, give us a like, share, subscribe, support if you want. That's it. That's it. It's over. This has been the Houston Dynapod Podcast. I'm your host, Finister. And go Dynamo! Albert Police is going to get there. There's no question. He squares it. There it is. It's a number. And it's Mumbo Rodriguez again. 